This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Eliza Harvey. It's Wednesday the 5th of January. In your Squiz today, the ACCC is investigating rat prices. Elizabeth Holmes is found guilty. The highs of house prices. And Djokovic heads down under. This is your Squiz today. Well, we're back, Eliza. First podcast of 2022. I'm not going to lie, the alarm hurt a little this morning, I have to admit. It certainly did. It's a bit hard to go to bed when it's so bright outside, yeah. but I'm really excited to be back. Yeah, we're back and ready to go for the year ahead. Starting this morning, of course, with a subject that's likely to be the biggest topic of conversation wherever you are, that of Omicron and what's going on with testing. Cases continue to soar and as the rules around testing and close contact definitions shifted over the break, the availability of rapid antigen tests or RATS is dominating the news. And now, Eliza, the ACCC, the consumer watchdog, is investigating whether rats are being sold at excessive prices. Yeah, the federal government asked the ACCC to investigate following more than 100 complaints about individual tests being sold for several times their regular price. And the Consumer Watchdog says the initial searches they've done have found examples of that online on certain retail sites, but they haven't yet found evidence of systemic price gouging. Chairman Rod Sims acknowledged that there's a big rush on those testing kits now, so they're working on getting those exorbitant prices down ASAP. The price is one thing, finding them is another. Supply is obviously a huge issue at the moment. National Cabinet will meet today, Eliza, and funding tests is set to be on the agenda. And reports this morning say that the government is considering whether to provide low-income earners, welfare recipients and pensioners with direct cash payments to buy five rats each. And that money would be provided through the same mechanism that delivers COVID disaster payments. Now, earlier this week, Scott Morrison had stopped short of providing tests for free, as we're seeing in some other countries. In effect, this cash payment would make them basically free or much more affordable for vulnerable groups. When it comes to the case numbers in Australia, we passed the half million mark for COVID cases since the pandemic kicked off yesterday. Half of those were reported just in the past fortnight. If you are looking for a rat, a rapid antigen test, one clever cookie has created a website called Find a Rat. I'll pop it in your episode (laughs) notes. It's crowdsourced info on where tests are still available near you. Over to the US and Elizabeth Holmes, the founder of Theranos, has been found guilty of four out of 11 charges of fraud and conspiracy. Her trial has been watched closely, not only by those in Silicon Valley, but by a lot of people who've watched the rise and fall of Theranos and Holmes over the years. I've certainly been one of those people. First, Mm. there was the book, Bad Blood. Then there was Netflix docos and podcasts. Uh, But it all came to a head yesterday, as you mentioned, after seven days of deliberation. The jury agreed that Holmes had defrauded her investors, and that includes big names like News Corp boss Rupert Murdoch. uh, And that was by lying about her technology, which she claimed could detect an enormous range of diseases with just a few drops of blood. Interestingly, though, she was found not guilty of the charges relating to defrauding the public. No date has yet been set for the sentencing. She could face up to 20 years in jail. There's still a way to go here with her former partner and colleague Sunny Balwani set to face trial next month. 
From one high-profile case to another, details have emerged of a legal deal that Virginia Jeffrey struck with Jeffrey Epstein that could impact her civil case against Prince Andrew. She's suing the royal for allegedly sexually assaulting her 20 years ago. Yes, and overnight, the Duke of York's lawyers have argued in a New York court that that suit against Andrew, which, as you mentioned, it's a civil suit rather than a criminal action, that that should be dismissed. And that's because of a deal that Virginia Dufresne made with the convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein in 2009. He paid her half a million US dollars to drop her allegations of abuse and sex trafficking against him. And in that deal, she also agreed to not sue anyone connected with Epstein, who might be seen as a potential defendant. And Andrew's lawyers believe that wording means any action against him shouldn't go ahead. He, of course, is denying the claims. The judge has said that he will make a decision soon on the case, but didn't give a precise date. More to come on this one. Back home now, a new data has been released that shows that house prices rose by 22% across the country last year. It's the biggest rise in three decades, Eliza. Yeah, and perhaps welcome news for those already in the housing market. Pretty hard for those trying Mm. to get in. (laughs) Uh, But this data was compiled by the research company CoreLogic, and it shows that in December, prices rose across the country by about 1% on average, and that means the median house price in Australia is $709. $9,000, which is pretty high. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also showed that Brisbane and Adelaide had the biggest jumps on the back of strong demand and lower supply, while Sydney, Melbourne and Perth grew slightly slower. But Sydney prices are still eye-watering. Uh, they actually estimated that homes increased by a value of about $1,000 a day <laughs> in 2021. That's a staggering number, isn't it? Mm. There is some good news, though. Experts are predicting that house prices should plateau or fall a little starting this year. On to sport now and the Aussie Open is less than two weeks away and we finally have an answer on whether world number one Novak Djokovic will be heading down under to have a crack at his 10th Australian Open title. He's coming. He is coming. Uh, He'll be here for his 10th shot at a Melbourne Park title, which is really quite an incredible Mm. stat. But as you mentioned, there'd been months of speculation about whether he'd be coming, given the mystery around his vaccination status and our firm border rules. But he's got a medical exemption, and that involves scrutiny from two medical panels on a no-names basis. So they didn't actually know that he was such a, a, a big ticket item. We might not actually know any more about his specific vaccination status, given his right to privacy around his own personal health details. Djokovic himself posted onto his Instagram that he is heading down under with exemption permission. So that's how we know as much as we do. If he wins this title, it'll be his 21st title. It could put him ahead of Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal. They're all sitting on 20 apiece at the moment. I know I'll be watching this tournament with a lot of interest. Big tennis fan. Absolutely. Me too. Squeeze the day, Eliza. What are you keeping an eye on today? I'll be watching that National Cabinet meeting and what comes out of that. Obviously, the big story in town continues to be mm-hmm. Omicron as much yeah. as we all want to perhaps focus on other things. But of course, I think everybody knows somebody or perhaps is personally affected by this pandemic as we go into its third year. So the details from that meeting mm. will be really interesting. 
Yeah, hard to believe we're going into our third year of talking about the pandemic. Before we let you go, as is tradition, we've squeezed the break for you as well. A super quick wrap of stories that happened over the break between Christmas and New Year. There was a fire in Old Parliament House. Ghislaine Maxwell's guilty verdict came through. Amber Heard named her new dog after Barnaby Joyce. That's just a few of the things to mention. I'll pop a link to that in your episode notes if you want to get caught up. That's all from us today. If you're back on board like we are, may your coffee be strong. If you're still enjoying your break, all the best to you. Stay safe and we will be back with you tomorrow. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN. NordVPN.com forward slash squiz today.